Major League Baseball's draft starting today. Nelson, it's a little different flavor, though. Was once 40 rounds, now down to... Five. Five. Just five. Fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. Five. What if, if you are the guys that are projected in the other 35 rounds, what are you thinking? What are you even doing? What, that's do, you, a, what do you do? That's a great question, right? Because there's no minor leagues. There's no minor leagues, and the college baseball season was canceled. Yeah. If you remember, they canceled spring semester sports. Yeah, what do you do? Do you go to the draft and hope you get selected in the first five rounds, or do you come back to school and hope your team still has a baseball team? <laughs> You are literally in a rock and a hard place. Starting today to the 11th, the 2020 draft carved down to five rounds from 40. And then due to cancellations of seasons, which Nelly was just talking about in college, in you know, other ball, the COVID, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, teams now have had to scout players based on past video or whatever players might have gotten in before things were shut down. What is this? If if you are a kid and maybe you are like that guy that maybe was projected for like late fifth, maybe sixth or seventh, are you just screwed? I don't even know what you would do. Your hopes and dreams have been. What would you do? Because then, didn't you? Then weren't we talking about this last week or two weeks ago after they eliminated minor leagues that it was going to be? Couldn't they sign somewhere and make like peanuts? What, do you remember that story? Or as if you were drafted anywhere past the third round, you got like six thousand dollars or something like that. Uh, for the new proposed, or is it twenty thousand? Yeah, so they're having the first five rounds that are going to be normally pay slated, like how they are, uh-huh. and then everyone else that's not selected can sign as an undrafted free agent. That's what anywhere, it was. and you get. Paid but nothing. it's a twenty thousand dollar contract. <laughs> so, for instance, last year's sliding scale. For MLB draftees that were in the sixth round. Yeah. So guys that obviously won't go drafted this year or won't get drafted this year, that was anywhere from three hundred and two thousand to two hundred and thirty seven thousand dollars a year. So last year, if you were drafted in the sixth round, you made how much anywhere money? Anywhere from three hundred and two to two hundred and thirty seven thousand a year. And normally those contracts are for like four ish years. And now, if well, there is no sixth round. So if you don't make it in the fifth round, you can sign as an, an undrafted, undrafted free agent, agent for twenty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> ah. Yeah, you missed out. And now the thing, oh. but that's the tough part because that's sickening. There's almost. only five rounds. Obviously, you lost thirty-five rounds. <laughs> and the fact that some of these Division One baseball programs are now going belly up because of the pandemic. Yeah. Like like these smaller Division One programs. Yeah. I know, I think it was Bowling Green was like, oh, we're probably not going to be able to have a baseball program anymore after this pandemic. Wow. Now, obviously, Bowling Green is not a Division One powerhouse, but how many of those Bowling Green-type schools out there that are Division One, they give scholarships, Yeah, won't be back next year? That's nuts. Now I think Bowling Green ended up saving their program because of donors, but how many won't be saved? Yeah, how many? That's that's good for well, good for them for having the donors to step up to do it. But yeah, and all those kids that would have been playing this wow. spring, where where big league teams would have been getting their film, getting more to see from them, that's not out there. 
if the high school leagues didn't get to play, you're basically speculating on two years ago or wow. last year. So now that's where we, we talk about from the gone in 60. Yeah. Some major so, yeah, league, re- repeat that. So some major league baseball teams, one, according to this report, in the top 10, is thinking about punting on this year's MLB draft in the first round. So they're a top. They're a, they have a top ten pick in the Major League Baseball draft, which starts today, and it's only five rounds. Yes, and their top ten pick in the draft in the first round. They're going to say one team reportedly said, "Screw it, we're not going to do it. We will not be making a pick." What and why? So now, supposedly, according to this report, the rule is if they forfeit their first round pick. They will be eligible for that same exact spot next year and then up one slot. (laughs) So if you had the 10th overall pick and you forfeit it in the 2020 MLB draft, next year you will be selecting ninth in the 2021 draft. Is that wild? Yes, it it is wild. Doesn't that make a little bit more sense on why you might want to do that if you don't don't feel confident in, in scouting the players that are out there? Because yeah. you basically lost a whole year of scouting on all these guys. Yeah, because it, come next year in the draft, you're gonna missing a whole chunk. You're missing a whole year of of production tape. You name it. What? All right, dude. That's well. Okay, let me ask you though. Major League Baseball, when it comes to drafts, is Major League Baseball the most? I'm not saying meaningless, but the most wild card crapshoot roll the dice. When it comes to drafting players? Well, yeah, because you can take a first-round pick, and we could go through you know, the last 20 Brewers' first-round picks, mm-hmm. and the casual fan has maybe heard of half of them, and that's their first-round pick. Yeah. But how many casual Packer fans have heard of Rashawn Gary? Yeah, that's true. And he's a first-round pick that hasn't played all that much. My first-round picks for the Brewers. Let's see here. 2005. Third baseman, Ryan Braun. You know, obviously, everyone's going to know him. Everyone's going to know the Prince Fielders, the Ricky Weeks. Yeah. You know, all those type of guys. But then you're going to hear some names and you go, who the hell is that? Because they never made it to anything. Yeah. But I I know I know four guys personally that were drafted in the major league drafts over the past five years. Yeah. Only one of them were selected in the top five rounds. Really? So all those other guys would never have been drafted in this year's, how it shakes out this year. Yeah, since 1998, the Brewers have 31 players drafted in the first round, make it to the Major League. If you were to read off or list off the Brewers' first round draft picks, because in Major League Baseball, the draft is, that's the biggest hit or miss. When it, well, I guess because there's, you know, how many rounds were there? Now it's down to five. <laughs> First round draft picks since forever. Yeah. You can name like four of them. You went from 40 rounds to five. All right. So let's go. We'll list them, we'll list them in uh, order here when it comes to just how good they were, I guess, with the team. 2005, first round draft pick, Ryan Braun. Everyone Ooh. knows Ryan Braun. Obviously. Nope. How about this? 1999's draft pitcher, Ben Sheets. Greatest brewer pitcher ever. The nastiest, of like Teddy the nastiest <laughs> curveball ever. They say never a big winner in his eight seasons with Milwaukee. Sheets was, however, consistent, posting a double-digit victories in seven of his eight years. He finished with an 86 and 83 record with an ERA of 3.72 with the Brew. And that in itself is an accomplishment for how bad the teams he was on were. Oh my God, they're atrocious. They were called the Windmills. 
Ben Sheets he led the league in strikeouts. Ben Sheets posted double digit victories seven of his eight years, and his record eighty six and eighty three. That is a great. That alone put, should put him in the Hall of Fame <laughs> for having that record with those Brewers teams. A four time All Star, Sheets holds the franchise record for best strikeout to walk ratio at three point eight five three, and his eighteen strikeouts in a game remains the most for any Milwaukee pitcher. I was at that game, I think. Yeah. Were yeah. you boozing? Nah, you weren't old enough to booze then, were you? When was it? Uh, Let's see. When was the 18 strikeout game? I think I was in college. I think I was a sophomore in college. Yeah, that would have been probably around when you would have been in college. Yeah, I think I was a sophomore in college when that Was happened. it 2004? Maybe. Because that was Sheets' best season. Yeah. Because in 2004, Sheets... Set career best in ERA of 2.71. His whip was 0.98. 2004. Innings. Yeah. Yeah. So that it, it was like a, was it in May? Because I think it was like right after I got done. May with 5th. Yeah. I, Man, look at you, RJ. Right You're after I got on. done with the finals, me and my roommates headed over to Milwaukee. It and was, you saw Sheets fan and yeah, everybody. And I forget who they played, but the night before, the Braves. Um, right? Look at you, it's it all was good. the Braves. It's all coming and back to you, RJ. Before, they the Braves played Kerry Wood, where Kerry Wood struck out the twenty some. So the Braves went like back to back, or or it was like in a three game span where they struck out thirty eight times. Wow, wow, yeah, that's what a game to go to, man. That curveball. Oh, I was at that game. That I didn't curveball. drive, so that'll t- <laughs> that'll tell you some things. That curveball was just nasty. <laughs> Haven't thought about those memories <laughs> since, since right 2004. Now. <laughs> it's all coming back hey, to me, man. But it's in there. <laughs> so, yeah, then Sheets went on to retire at 33 due to injuries. Uh, let's see, 2002, I think we all know this first-round draft pick. Prince Fielder. Yeah, woo! Beast. I wish you would have taken a hometown discount. But yeah, if you go back to right. '99, you had Sheets, and then 2002, you had Prince Fielder. But the two guys between those. Well, hang on, we'll get there. Oh, oh. <laughs> They're coming. We're listing them. We're listing them. We're listing them as uh, just best best performers. <laughs> we'll keep going down the list here. Nelson's going to go grab the phone real quick. 608-321-1670. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Zone Madison, Facebook as well. We're at Zone Madison, and then if you want to see our handsome mugs, except, sorry, RJ, I don't have a, yeah. a, a camera for you. My other camera broke. Well, I mean, that's, but that I will was say, the old Nelson cam. So it was. I will say, it's only RJ, a matter of time for this one. <laughs> RJ, though, is the most handsome of us three here. I, I didn't want a Nelson and I to get jealous and put a camera in front of his face, so that's why there's no camera for RJ. Nice. So, uh, RJ, I just didn't, you know, I just, I wanted to get our, you're just more handsome than Appreciated. us two. You know, yeah. So if you want to get involved on Twitch and see us besides RJ, just take my word for it how handsome he is today, rocking the ACDC shirt. There you go, Scotty. You can, uh, oh, yeah, of course Charlie's calling in. You can uh, find me on Twitch at Ebo Says. Just hit that follow button, and you can hear us and see us. All right, thanks for getting that phone call, Nelly. I figured, I figured that's who it was. I just wanted to, uh, you know, make sure. Double check. All right, so another first-round draft pick, 2008 third baseman, Brett Lowry. Uh, Nelly? Never played for the Brewers. <laughs> yeah, got traded away. Was he traded to he was traded the to, Jays or the A's? He was traded to the Jays. That was in the Sean Markham deal. Yep. Yeah. And then ended up with the and A's he, yeah, and he, back with the Jays. He was in the big leagues for a little bit. And didn't the Brewers last 
I think it was last spring, signed him to a minor league deal. Minor league deal, and, and he, he couldn't get back into shape. Yeah, failed and the physical. Is yeah. currently still out of the league. Obviously. They say injuries limited his playing career and forced him to retire early. A comeback bid with Milwaukee, <laughs> the other was aborted. His sister had a better career in softball than he did in baseball. Wow. Yeah, she was a uh, Olympian with Canada. Hey. How about this one? 2008 pitcher, Jake. I'm Oda Rizzi. Oda Rizzi. I was going to butcher his Currently name. in the major leagues, I think he was with the Twins last year, never pitched for the Brewers. Yeah, four days after Milwaukee dealt Lowry, the Brewers packaged Oda Rizzi in a trade which netted them Kansas City's Zach Granke. Oda Rizzi only pitched two games for the Royals before being traded to Tampa Bay, where he pitched five years, where, again, he was traded this time to Minnesota. Uh, last season with the Twins, he was 15-7. and seven. Yeah, I mean... With a 3.51 ERA and made his first All-Star game. It's crazy how they develop some pitchers and then get rid of them right away, and the ones they keep just, <laughs> just don't do anything. Well, how about this one, Nelly? Here you go. One of Nelly's favorites, 2003 first-round draft pick for your Milwaukee Brewers, Ricky Weeks. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> They say every everyone for this injuries. That's the word again. Limited weeks playing time in Milwaukee during his eleven seasons. He ended up hitting. And they give his stats: one hundred forty-eight home runs, one hundred twenty-six steals. Was his one hundred and twenty-five hit by pitches are most in franchise history. Reeks topped twenty home runs three times each season from two thousand ten to twelve, and made the two thousand eleven All Star game. Reeks wound down his career playing. Uh, with Seattle, Arizona, and Tampa. Did you say Weeks or Reeks? It sounds like you're saying Reeks. Yeah. Uh, I meant to say, I was trying to say. I would it's agree. Rick, it's, Ricky Weeks. It's Ricky and Weeks combined for Reeks. Reeks. Weeks. He did stink. <laughs> Ricky Weeks. And then he decided, yeah, I'm not going to help out the ball club and move around. <laughs> yeah, he says, the, he's like, I'm not going to change my position. I'm then not going to go Then he leaves and, and changes, changes his, his position. position. <laughs> All right, so there's another. First, how about this first round draft pick? 2012, Mitch Haniger. He made it to the big leagues. Ended up being traded to Arizona at the deadline in 2014. Made it to the big leagues, but not with Milwaukee. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and most people wouldn't know who he is. Yep. Yep. And here's another one, another pitcher from 2006, as we're celebrating the, uh, the first-round draft picks for the Milwaukee Brewers as the first round starts tonight. Pitcher, 2006, Jeremy Jeffress. Didn't mind him. Yeah. Well, they also got rid of him, if you remember. Yep, then before, he came back. Before. Then they, I believe... Obviously drafted by him. They got rid of him. Order of any kind? No. No, not really. (laughs) Okay. At at first it was best. At first it was like best ones, and now it's kind of falling apart. Why isn't... Jeffress should be up a little further then if it started out as best and now they're just naming him. I think they're just naming him now. I mean, it's not like he did bad with the Brewers. He had his vices that sent him to certain places. That was kind of the thing. When they drafted him, he was supposed to be this huge up-and-coming thing, right? Mm -hmm. Then... All the the drugs and all the other stuff yeah. hit. He left. Yep. They got him back. Yep. And they got him sober and then they got him good. And then obviously they traded away and now he comes back and now it's super dark in here as our, yeah, lights, all our cut lights just out. turned out. Must be gremlins. Yeah. But yeah, like he was <laughs> he was a guy that they were lucky to get back. Yeah. Because he had originally left the organization. Mm-hmm. What's more dis- what's disgusting now is he's a cub. That's all right, especially if he pitches like he did last yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just I like Jeremy Jeffress. Yeah, and it's just was a tough scene to just 
see him hey, rocking those. Oh, uh, the Cubs color. Ugh. All right, 2017, we all know this name. Do we? Well, if you don't know Keston Hero, get out from under the rock you're living under. Never heard of him. He's pretty good. Many say he could work on his defense, though. Jury's still out. Jury's out. Hero can hit. <laughs> Nelly, I will give Nelson the most amount of credit. When Keston Hero was drafted, I didn't you write that article in 2017, Nelly? Yeah, it was like a week after he was drafted. Nelson's like, this is the dude. He Nelson, was talking Nelson about shot him before shot. he was drafted. He go, and he's like, if he falls to the Brewers and they don't draft him, they need to like scrap their whole scouting department. And well, that's a David Stearns over. pick. Yeah. In Stearns we trust. There it is. Kess Daddy. Brewers at pick 20. Used to be 40 rounds. Now it's down to five. <laughs> if you were drafted in the sixth round last year, See ya. you would have made how much now? Uh, between 302 and 237,000. But now, if you are drafted, well, there is no sixth round. If you were to be drafted in the sixth round, tough tough titties. Now you'd be a free agent and you'd make how much Nels? 20 grand. Ugh. The drop off, man. Yikes. All right, so then we were just looking back at. It's only um, like 15 times less. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. you know, just there's a little chump change, you know. So we're looking at former first-round picks for the Milwaukee Brewers, and this one out of 2004. Uh, obviously, we've gone through the Ryan Browns, the Prince Fielders, the Ben Sheets, the Keston Heroes, the Ricky Weeks. This one, how about 2004? Remember this guy? Mark Rogers, pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Rogers. Almost, almost every first-round pitcher they've taken, they've whiffed on. Rodgers pitched in a total of 49 innings over 11 games with nine starts in 2010 and 2012. He had a record of 3-1 and one with an ERA at 3.49. Yeah, to your... Uh, Another career limited by injuries. To your point there, RJ, since 99, the only two pitchers that have been worth a crap in the major leagues is Ben Sheets, who obviously played for the Brewers, mm-hmm. and Jake Odorizzi, who yeah. never played for the Brewers. What and about this guy? Uh, Jeffress, but, I mean, that's not, not a starter. Yeah, just starting pitching. Yeah. How about how about this pitcher? 2011 in the first round for your Milwaukee Brewers, Taylor Youngman. You mean the half a year where he pitched really well when <laughs> yeah. no one had a book on him? Yes. Yep. And then once and then blew up, got annihilated. Once it came to making adjustments, couldn't cut it. Was he out of Indiana? Texas. Texas. Who was the one out of Indiana? Yes. They, they drafted some pitcher out of Indiana that I don't. Maybe he never made the majors. Well, you're asking the hard-hitting questions, RJ. Yep. Hopefully it comes up on this list. <laughs> I'm not. Or maybe he wasn't a first-round guy. Yeah, I, I don't think he was be. a first-round guy. Okay, 2015, we know this guy. Well, do you call him Trent Grisham or Trent Clark? Well, when they drafted him, uh, it'd be Grisham. Trent Clark. Yeah, he's Grisham. He's oh, Trent yeah. Clark. Yeah, that's then right. <laughs> um, once he changed his name to Grisham, though, he got better until... Well, no, they just stopped trying to change what they drafted him for. He finally felt comfortable with his own name. <laughs> they say after retooling his swing after a few lackluster minor league seasons and changing his name, Grisham emerged once to, once again as a prospect in 2019 and eventually was called up by the Brewers. Well, he also had injury issues where he couldn't stay healthy. Apparently he had fielding the ball issues too in big moments. Four outs away, man. Unfreaking believable Four outs away. Uh, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. 2000 outfielder Dave Krenzel. Krenzel. Krenzel? Remember him? Yeah, he had a 
couple of stops in the majors. I don't think he was there that long. Um, here you go. Here's another 2011, uh, another prolific pitcher the Brewers drafted in the first round. DNP with the Brewers, Jed Bradley. Yeah, I remember that name. <laughs> Milwaukee converted him into a reliever, but he still couldn't make the big club with the crew who sold his contract to Atlanta in 2016. Like, you can just seriously just go down the list. Yeah. All right, how about this one? This is a big one. His war is minus one. Also, DNP with the Brewers. 2007, first baseman out of the first round, Matt Laporta. If anything, hey, we can they, thank Matt Laporta, Laporta for, for allowing Sabathia. us to get CC Sabathia. Indeed. He was like the top prospect for the Brewers organization at the time and a big one in baseball and was absolutely nothing in the major leagues. Yep. Got to I don't, Cleveland, they put him in, and he was just like, yeah, sorry. I don't I'm even know good. if he made it more than three years in the big leagues. Yeah. And how about this guy? We'll, we'll finish up with first-round draft picks that have, I guess, kind of made it. With a negative 2.6 war and a DNP with the Brewers. Pitcher, 2010, out of the first round, Dylan Covey. Yeah, Dylan Covey. Covey, yeah, doesn't matter. I do not remember him at all. Covey is one of the the four first-round picks to not sign with Milwaukee. Is he the one who had the medical issues? Uh, They just say he was drafted in the fourth round by Oakland in 2013, and then in 2017 the White Sox selected him in the Rule 5 draft. In three seasons with Chicago, he was 6-29 with an ERA of 6.54. He is is one of four first-round picks to not sign with Milwaukee. The other four are all pitchers. Bill Bordley in 1976, Alex Fernandez in 1988, and Ken Henderson in 1991. Okay. And then some other names who have never or have yet to play in Major League Baseball that were drafted in the first round by the Brewers. Ethan Small, pitcher 2019. Bryce Terang. Bryce Terang. Uh, Tristan Lutz. Never heard of him. Corey Ray. We've heard of him. Yeah. Nathan Kirby. Jake Gatewood. I'm just going on the list here. It's, ooh, Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones? That was 01. Who? who? Mike Jones. <laughs> who? Mike Jones. It was 01. Well done, Nelson. Um, there but you again, you don't know who he is. You just know the rapper Mike Jones. Who? <laughs> who? But yeah, go right down the line. Ninety-nine. Ben Sheets. You hit right there. Yeah, they, they hit him. Not many. Dave, you have two, Ryan Braun, Ben Sheets, Prince Fielder. Two thousand. Dave Krenzel. Nope, that's a miss. Two thousand one. Mike Jones. Nope. Who? So you went <laughs> two years without hitting anyone. Two thousand and two. Prince Fielder. What did you say in 2003 for Ricky Weeks? I know you're not it's a, a Weeks fan, but you got to say they got... It's a big league player. They, they got good production out of him. 2003, seasons. you have Ricky Weeks. 2004, Mark Rogers. Never heard of and him. And could you say they really hit on Ricky Weeks because he leads in the franchise history for hit-by-pitches at 125? They definitely hit on Weeks. Bad, Man. bad joke. <laughs> 05, obviously Ryan Braun. 06, Jeremy Jeffress, but you got lucky that he came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, 07, Laporta, he was just a trade chip. Yeah, got CC. Brett Lowry, trade chip for Sean Markham. Jake Odorizzi, tra- trade trip for Zach Grinke. Evan Fredrickson in 08, never heard of him. Eric Arnett in 09, never played for the Brewers. I think that's your Indiana pitcher. Yeah, I think you're right. Also, Kentrell Davis, never heard of him. Never heard of Kyle him. Kyle Hackathorn. Never heard of Hackathorn. <laughs> Dylan Covey, Taylor Youngman. That's a perfect name for a guy going to strike out. Hackathorn. Hackathorn. 
Jed Bradley, never heard of him. Clint Coulter, never did anything, never made it to the majors. Victor Roach. <laughs> these are all guys you've never heard and of. And these are first-round draft picks. In Major League Baseball, in the first round of the draft, does it even... Mitch Haniger. I mean, yes, it matters. But. Mitch Haniger has made it to the big leagues, but not with the Brewers, and it's not like he's a great player. They didn't have a pick in 13. Cody Menderos in 14, they traded him away. Yeah. And then it's basically guys that are still in the minor league system since then. Trent Clark was traded, a.k.a. Trent Grisham. And the rest of the guys are still in the minor leagues. So, Except for Keston Hero. Look at yeah. this. With the Brewers picking 20 tonight as the draft starts today and tomorrow, uh, a lot of mock drafts have, let's see, Cole Wilcox, right-handed pitcher out of Georgia. Tanner Burns, a right-handed pitcher out of Auburn. Stay away from pitchers. Nick Bitsko, a right-handed pitcher out of Central Bucks East in Pennsylvania. Nope. Clayton Beater. A right-handed pitcher out of Texas Tech. Ugh, get rid of. Just throw all these pitchers out. Keith or uh, Dylan Dingler. Dylan Dingler, catcher out of Ohio uh, State. Yeah. Dingler. I kind of like that name. Yeah, I'm with they, RJ. They, Staying away from pitching is the way to go. They do need a Garrett a Crochet or Crochet, left-handed pitcher out of Tennessee. Nope. Get rid of him. Uh, Clayton, another Clayton Beater. Clayton Bigsby. Not Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> Clayton Beater, this is the second time Beater has come up. B E E T E R. Right handed pitcher out of Texas Tech. Does he know Droid Schrute? <laughs> beats Bears Battlestar Galactica. Bears beats Bears. Pete Crow Armstrong, outfielder out of Harvard, Westlake, California High School. Yeah, like eight. Another Clayton Beater. What? On, this is three three mock drafts now have Clayton oh. Beater. Right, that right-handed pitcher out of Texas Tech. Beater is the guy, apparently. Oh, great. A no. fourth one! Another Clayton Beater! Beater has enhanced his draft stock in his four starts this spring. The 6'2", 220-pounder. <laughs> four starts. The righty served primarily as Texas Tech's closer as a redshirt freshman last season. Or last season. He earned All-American honors last year and returned this season as Texas Tech's number one starter. In 21 innings, Beater's record was uh, recorded a 2.14 ERA with 33 strikeouts and four walks. He right. is an electric. He has an electric repertoire. That's headlined by his mid-90s fastball and above-average breaking ball. He can beat off the competition. So probably not the greatest. He's a two-pitch guy. Another project that. How many two-pitch guys do we have right now? Well, I would imagine he's a relief pitcher. Yeah, he was. He was their. He was their closer. Then they moved him to their starter. I for Texas Tech. I like the philosophy of not drafting. Yeah, stay away from starting pitching in the first round or relief pitching in general, just because. It's so hard to develop pitching that it's it's easier to go the way of develop the positional player, acquire the pitching once you're decent. Yep. Get that. Beater. Uh, I like his name, though. Clayton get, Beater. Give me Dinger. They have no catchers. It's Dingler. Oh. Wait, I got I to gotta recheck. Was it? D- yeah, Dingler. Give me Dingler because you have absolutely no catchers in the system right now. Better jersey if you were to wear one if they made it on the Brewers. Dingler? D-I-N-G-L-E-R. Dingler or Beater? B-E-E-T-E-R. Dingler. Dingler or Beater? Give me Dingler. Nelly? I'll take Dingler, too. God, I don't know. I kind of like Beater. <laughs> I'm thinking of D- Dwight Schrute. could be Dwight Schrute night at Miller Park, and everyone wearing Beater jerseys, and it beats on them. No? I, I like ding- I, Dingler. I like Dingler. All right. So there you go. Beater could be your guy. Four times he came up on mock drafts. Now, it's not saying much because it's just 
you know, dude sitting in their basement grinding. What would be worse, grinding five rounds? Well, <laughs> grinding 40 rounds. <laughs> or 40. Hey, I don't know. I just would never do, I will never do another mock draft again for any sport. Let's just talk a little bad quarterbacks first. You don't have to rank them yet, but on my list I'm tabulating. I don't have, this is not the exact order, but down there I do have the likes of Dwayne Haskins. Does he make your bottom five? Yes. I also have Mustache Mania, Gardner Minshew. Does he make your bottom five? He's also made my first five. I also have Mitchell Trubisky. He is on my bottom five. Is he bottom five for you? I actually did. He did not make my bottom five. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Rowdy. But he would definitely make the bottom 10. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also have Tyrod Taylor scratching around the surface of bottom five. And then I'm thinking it it gets a little harder. It's like, do I do Daniel Jones? Do I do a Drew Locke? I do I do a, you know, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick? But do I do a Sam Darnold? I don't know. Right now, what I do know is Trubisky, Haskins, Minshew. What do you know for a fact in your bottom five? For a fact? Yeah, I have three that I have a fact. Bottom five is tough. I think for my bottom five, I think it would be I think Tyrod Taylor's probably the worst quarterback yep. in NFL. I'm not agreeing with that he's the worst, but he's in my bottom five. I, I, in no particular order, I'll go Tyrod Taylor, Drew Locke, Dwayne Haskins, Gardner Minshew, and Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones there, huh? Daniel Jones had, like, what, one good game last year? Yeah, and it was, like, one of the first ones he played in. He, didn't he kind of ball out a little bit against the Packers in that snow game? Didn't they only score like 14 points? I'd have to go look again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't score more than 17 points in that game. I have to go look. I Maybe it was the – what am I What am I thinking of? Oh, it's th- 31 to 13. That's yeah. what it was. I remember it was the first drive They because I remember it now. For some reason, I was in Columbus, and the missus was making me go antiquing. There's a giant antique store in Columbus, and they had a TV on in the – one of the rooms, and I remember watching that first quarter as the snow was coming down. I think Daniel Jones let him down immediately on the first drive, scored a touchdown. I'm like, oh, God, we're going to be in for a long game. And then they kind of teetered off from there. That's why I was confused of it. Yeah, Daniel Jones in that game against the Packers, he was 20 of 37, (laughs) one touchdown and three interceptions. (laughs) Daniel Jones. I don't know if Daniel Jones might be. I don't know if he's my bottom five. If I had maybe stretched it out to six or seven. Why is Daniel Jones in your bottom five, Rowdy? One, I just, I really wasn't that impressed with him after the first couple games. He had a three and nine record last season. Some growing pains. But do you remember, like, they put him in? It was one of those first games for Eli Manning, and he, he led that comeback and they won. Yeah, I remember that. And so many people were singing his praises, like, he's the real deal. He's the. It was literally like his first yeah. game. And he looked he, he looked the part. And and then it kind of <laughs> It was all there. downhill from there. Yeah, Daniel Jones, three and nine record. He ended up throwing over three thousand yards and had twenty four touchdowns as he enters his uh, second year. But yeah, Daniel Jones not good. And who else was on there? What about Gardner Minshew? Yeah, he also made my list. 
Gardner Minshew. Man, Minshew Mania also, died pretty quick. Yeah, also a guy that flung the ball around for a couple games and then didn't look very good for most of the time he played. Now, he wasn't terrible. He had 3,200 yards and 21 touchdowns, but also six interceptions. And his final four games of the season, Minshew did have seven touchdowns to one interception. So Minshew Mania, it, that star burned bright on the wings of a mustache. Kind of died a little bit. I I do you think there's potential though? Who do you have more potential, Minshew or Daniel Jones? I actually had Daniel Jones a slot higher than Minshew really? on my bottom five. Really? And then Dwayne Haskins, he's in your bottom five, save his mind. Yep. Dwayne Haskins. I have Dwayne Haskins as my third to worst quarterback. I remember reading a story about Dwayne Haskins that he was so bad that his coaching staff thought he was dyslexic, and so they gave him a flipped they gave him a flipped playbook. Did you, did you ever read that story? No. I, I was like, is that true? And it wasn't, I, ch- I, I checked, it wasn't like the onion. They thought that he was dyslexic or had some kind of reading problem, so they gave him like a flip playbook. Now, Haskins, though, is he a bad quarterback or how is it just the skins how, are just terrible? How embarrassed would you be if you're the quarterback of a team and they gave you a flipped playbook because they were testing to see if you were dyslexic or not? <laughs> Well, it was like, remember that uh, story about Jamarcus Russell? They gave him an empty, first they gave Jamarcus Russell playbooks. Like, yo, dude, first round, first pick. You need to be learning this. A lot's riding on you for the Raiders. They gave Jamarcus Russell a playbook. And eventually they're like, I don't think this dude's studying his playbook. They gave him a playbook with nothing in it. And then they asked him over the weekend if he studied his playbook, and he said yes. And he was boned up on what they gave him. He never opened it. It was empty. <laughs> yeah, but he could throw it 80 yards from a knee. He could. He's a big boy. 608-321-1670. Welcome to the show. Who do I got? Good morning. It's Doug. Hey, Doug. What's up, man? How can you put Dwayne Haskins? Oh, Doug, are you a Redskins fan, right? Yes. So, Doug, Dwayne Haskins, to me, not a good quarterback. But I was just going to ask Nelson, is that the product of what happened if, I, if with the overall roster, or is it just Dwayne Haskins? I, it's Yeah, it's just a bad team. He's a rookie. He got thrown in. I mean, you like Sam Darnold. Do you guys like Sam Darnold over? Just, I'm, over not a, uh, I'm not a fan of Sam Darnold. But you have you don't have Sam Darnold in your in your top five. We're just going off of what happened last season, Doug. This isn't a slight to Haskins specifically, but he in his rookie season, nine games, seven starts, completed fifty eight point fifty eight point six percent of his passes, seven touchdowns and center seven interceptions. It wasn't okay, me, wasn't that great of a start to his career though, Doug. I know, but if if he's a if he has a Packer uniform on, are you going to put him in your your bottom five? Oof, probably, yeah. Yes, you still would. Yeah. I would, right, I would take. I'll yeah. tell you this, Doug. I would take Dwayne Haskins over Brett Hundley. <laughs> well, yeah, I would too. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a slight to your skins, my man, but it, definitely room to improve. It's you know, it's growing pains as you're a rookie in there. I don't. Know. Yeah. Well, how you been, man? Haven't heard from you in a while. What's that? How, how, I said, how you been? Haven't heard from you in a while. I'm good. Just uh, working. Yeah. On. yeah. You ready for all this nonsense to be over, dude? Yeah. I. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. All right. Never mind. I'll, I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> Keep the politics to myself there. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, I can't wait. Yeah, um, can't wait to football start. And well, are you outside? Of, are you outside of Dane County? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you're 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 living a more free life than I am here in Dane County. Yeah, I'm about 35 miles west of Green Bay. Oh, so. you lucky so. sob. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, Doug. We'll lay off Dwayne Haskins for you, okay, brother? <laughs> All right, man. Nice I see you, buddy. 608-321-1670. Twitter zone, Madison. I'm not trying to ruffle Doug's feathers here when it comes to being yeah, a Skins fan. Uh, you know, I know why he said, would you have him in the bottom five if he was a Packer? Yes. Yes. Y- yes. Seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. It's it's a product of being a rookie on a, you know, a team that's the roster is not very good. But he only played in nine games. He had seven starts, so he's kind of thrown in the fire. There's only room to grow and grow. He was up. also he was also not found when he needed to go back into the game to take a knee when they won that uh, game. Yeah, because what, what he happened was, there again? Because he was in the end zone taking selfies with fans. Yeah, because there was still time left on the clock, right? Yes. And they had the game won, right? Yeah, and he just had to go out there and take a knee. Take a knee. But they couldn't find him because he, he was, was in, in the, the end zone taking, taking pictures with fans. <laughs> he was excited. Wasn't that his first win? I think it was. Yeah, yeah he was excited. All right, Doug, we'll lay off of Dwayne Haskins for you. Now, Rowdy, is he your worst quarterback on your list? No. You said I, he's above Minshew, right? Yeah, I think the two that would be competing for worst quarterbacks in the NFL would probably be Tyrod Taylor and Drew Locke. But did you see that video of Drew Locke? What was he rapping? Was it Jeezy? He was rapping Jeezy on the sidelines, getting hyped in a hype video? Yeah, but here's the thing. Him lip-syncing a, a song that's playing in the stadium doesn't helps me 0% to win the game. <laughs> He's getting hyped. Top 10 best quarterbacks, bottom five also in the league. Nelly, you did extra credit. He went d- bottom 10. And Nelson, you said what? There's a clear cut. Yeah, I think there's like a clear cut twelve that you in the NFL right now you can't win a Super Bowl. And you with. have your list for the twelve? Yeah, the twelve worst. I'm only asking five, but Nelly went twelve. Well, I'm just saying. In so North- it's from the twelve, the twelfth worst, Linda. That the next one is there like a big difference between how bad that twelfth is compared to how good the next guy is in the list? Well, I just don't think there's a real shot of even if your defense was in incredible that you really have of winning a Super Bowl with this All right, give me your list. No particular order. Daniel Jones, Gardner Minshew, Dwayne Haskin, Drew Locke, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, Teddy Bridgewater, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston, which now he's a backup, but you asked me where he would come in. Yeah. Uh, Jarrett Stidham and uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm a jury out on Joe Burrow, obviously. Jury out also on Stidham. No, I'm looking at just just all the rookie quarterbacks this year in general because that's yeah quite an expectation. Jared Stidham, uh, fourth round pick from 2019. I'm looking at this list from NBC Sports, and NBC Sports has Jared Stidham as dead last for the worst quarterback in the league, as he's now got to take over the mantle from Tom Brady. You're a big Stidham guy. Yeah, I've been a fan of Jared Stidham. There's two people that are fans of Jared Stidham. Bill Belichick and Nelson Raisbeck. And his parents. And Yeah, his parents. Other than that, I couldn't tell you who's a fan of Jared Stidham. Why are you a big Stidham guy? Goes back to 2017 when it, he was my dark horse uh, Heisman ticket. Is it because he wears the number four and you love yourself some Brett Favre? Honestly, no. <laughs> It's just you went back and you thought Stidham could have won the Heisman, so you threw some money down on him. And Yeah, I thought he had a good shot at being a dark horse Heisman, and I had great odds, so I pulled the trigger, and then he beat Alabama. And you got robbed of in that. In the Iron Bowl that year and was right on the uh, 
outside looking in, and he obviously didn't win the Heisman, but had a little uh, place in my heart for Jarrett Stidham since. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess he would disagree that, um, as NBC Sports says in this article, that he's the worst quarterback for starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he's the most unknown, right? Like, you have, it, no, you yeah. have no idea what to expect. Nothing. He's never played in a meaningful game. Yep. Last time he played in a meaningful game was when he was in college, right? Yeah. And you really didn't see much of him? So, yeah, I mean, you haven't. And now you put into a – Like, how would you like to be him? You're in a situation where you're replacing Tom Brady. It's a tough one, especially when it's, it's not like you're walking into a loaded, skilled position team with the New England Patriots. They've, well, all he's got to do is dump off to James White be good to go. But, it, like – Stidham's the unknown where I think personally that you kind of know what you have in Drew Locke, Dwayne Haskins. Do you know what Ryan you have in those guys though? Do you know what you have in Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke? I, I think like, I think going into the season you do. Are you expecting any of those guys to be pro bowlers? They're, I mean, they're in your bottom five. Well, for Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> only Doug who just called in. Other than that, I don't think so. Just Doug. And Joe Burrow, you're not a Joe Burrow guy. Well, I just say... Just in general, when you're a rookie quarterback, coming a rookie in, quarterback coming in, and he's going to the Bengals. Yeah, I say good luck. I don't think I see a Pro Bowl in his future this winter. Now, when you look at now, Tyrod Taylor is in both of our bottom fives. Tyrod Taylor, they say Justin Herbert is expected to take over eventually, so Tyrod Taylor is the stopgap. Thirty years old, you'd say Tyrod Taylor is probably the most experienced, even though he's in that bottom five right there, and as a full-time starter. Uh, since 2015 to 2017 with the Bills, not very good. Yeah, I mean, he lost his job, what was that, two years ago when he was a stopgap guy in Cleveland yeah. to Baker Mayfield by, like, was that week two or three? Yeah, it was pretty it was It wasn't long. You ain't winning much. You're not winning a Super Bowl with Tyrod Taylor. You're not winning a Super Bowl, sorry, Doug, with Dwayne Haskins. I don't see you winning one. The Patriots, <laughs> do you see, I don't know. What is what are the Patriots? I think that's one of the greatest storylines coming up in this season. Is what truly is Bill Belichick a Bill Belichick led New England Patriots team? Is it a system, and that's why Tom Brady succeeded, or is it Tom Brady was a habitual winner who could get it done in crunch time? What true, or was it a perfect marriage of both of them? It probably is a perfect marriage of both of them, but I don't know. It's it's going to be a great great test. I like. Jarrett Stidham, Bill Belichick's obviously the best coach in the NFL, but do I think they can go and win 12 games? No. I don't know. I think I, would, I wouldn't be surprised by an 8-8 eight eight season, but you can't count them out, right? Yeah, you can't count out Bill Belichick. The dude's got so many rings it blinds you. I know someone who you can count out, and maybe it's just because I'm a diehard Packers fan, and both in our top – I'm sorry, both in our bottom five of worst quarterbacks, Rowdy – Mitchell Trubisky. When do you think Nick Foles becomes a full-time starter? Week six? Five? Four? Doesn't at all? I'm going to say at first, they first start talking about it somewhere around week six. Week six is when the talk of Big D Nick comes around? The Bears organization and Ryan Pace already, for how long he holds the title of GM, already came out and said they're not going to use the option the fifth year option on Mitchell Trubisky which means this is his last year to prove it right I feel like he's going to get every crack to prove it one because Ryan Pace 
<laughs> is kind of tied to him, right? When you oh, make yeah. the trades that he did no doubt to go it. up like he did. You're going to give him every opportunity to do well. But then you also have a higher paid Nick Foles sitting on the bench. And Nick Foles has a relationship with Nagy in the past. So I think if they're sitting around three and three and the team seems pretty stagnant still, I I, I could see them going with a change up and going with Nick Foles. I'm going to go week six. Yeah, I, that's where I have it around too is when you'll see Mitchell Trubisky hit the bench. Unless he's playing well. He was a pro bowler. Yeah. Wasn't he like the alternate, alternates, alternate? Some just, people say that still counts. Wasn't that like just a participation trophy, essentially? Um, and real quick before we hit break here, you said Drew Locke. No, you don't have any faith yeah, in Drew I'm not, Locke. I'm not, a, I'm not a Drew Locke fan. Uh, started five games, led the Broncos to a 4-1 and record. Doesn't have a huge body of work. Five starts, Locke threw over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, and three interceptions. And the Broncos got a pretty filthy offense. Broncos offense is pretty, pretty locked and loaded. And then they got the addition of Melvin Gordon, too, to help out Locke. I just I wasn't a Locke fan in college either. I just I know the team I know the team and the weapons around him are, are definitely upgraded from what Joe Flacco. I think Locke's had. got a lot of potential. But we'll see. More will be revealed. All right, now let's do best. I did top t- I, I say let's do ten. Do you want to start at ten or do you want to start at one? Nelly Nels. Rowdy Razor. We'll start at ten. All right. Who do you got at ten? Dak. You got Dak at 10? Now, what happens after he goes to the Mike McCarthy School of Quarterbacking after this year? Then he rockets up the top five? Or 15th. <laughs> so you got Dak at 10. Uh, at 10 for me, I am going to go with <sighs> Matt Ryan. That's my 10th, Matt Ryan. Who do you have at 9? Tom Brady. Tom Brady at 9. Mm-hmm. Do tell. Do tell. All we time all, winning is quarterback. Yeah, all time. Well, the rings, Super Bowls. Yes, with Super Bowls. We know the general he is on the on the field. We know the guys that he played with last year. Mm-hmm. They had absolutely no skilled position players. There was like nothing. Yeah, around him. Now, can he still throw the deep ball? No, but he's he's a smart player. He's a veteran. He knows how to get it done. He knows how to win. Came in at number nine. All right. Line See, I'll, I'll have a couple of those That's like fine. that That's where you're going to be like, hmm. But if I had a, a no. team where I had a decent roster around them, these are. I will say for me, Tom Brady is a little higher on my list, but my ninth is your 10th. At nine for me, I have Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is indeed a top 10 quarterback. I think you'll see him progress even more so this year under Mike McCarthy. And that's just not because I'm a part of the Mike McCarthy fan club. I just do believe in Mike McCarthy's skills when it comes to quarterbacks. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. Look at the rebirth of Brett Favre. So I have Dak at number nine. And did you see Dak with his little his little fancy like hip dance thing he does in warm-ups? That's impressive. I can't do that. Can you do that? I don't got the moves like that. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't got the moves like that either, Rowdy. You've never seen these hips in action. What do you like, Shakira? Your hips don't lie? By the way, that Super Bowl halftime show, Shakira. Woo! All right, who do you got at number eight? Your guy, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers at number eight? Wow. I'll say this, Aaron Rodgers is a little higher on my list. 
I have Matthew Stafford at number eight for me. I think Matthew Stafford is a beast. Just outside of the top five for me, though, because he's coming off that back injury. We'll see what happens. See, I got Aaron Rodgers at eight just because the last couple years, right? He had the leg injury that we were told that he played with all of two seasons ago, and that's why his inaccuracy, he wasn't as accurate. You know, there was a lot of excuses there. Mm -hmm. Last year he was healthy. He has no weapons. Above average quarterback last season. I still, I think if you surrounded him with weapons and he stayed healthy, still top 10 quarterback. Eight. Put him in at number uh, eight. Let's see. Jokers are wild on Twitch as number eight for Rodgers. Ouch. The King says, boo. But we all know Nelson hates Rodgers. How do I hate Rodgers? You hate Rodgers more than me. I, again, I don't know how many times I have to say this. I do not hate Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) I like Aaron Rodgers, but I am an Aaron Rodgers realist. I will say this for all the... I do not grovel in front of him. I don't worship the ground he walks on. I am real when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. The dude's been slipping the past couple Yeah, years. and if we want to be real about Aaron Rodgers... And people say, oh, you hate him. When's the last time you saw peak Aaron Rodgers? Besides a few moments here and there? Yeah. When's the last time you consistently saw peak Aaron Rodgers? A couple of years ago. I think you'd have to go back to that Dallas... Jared Cook toe tap game, right? Yeah. That was January of 2017. It was the 2016 17 season. Yeah, I'd agree. We're with in that. 2020. Oh, but you hate Aaron Rodgers. He's had two collarbone breaks in the last seven years. And last time I checked, he ain't Benjamin Button. He's only getting older. He ain't getting younger, right? He's 36. Yeah. All right. So who do you got at number seven? Carson Wentz. Carson, Carson, what is, what's your appeal with Carson Wentz? I never, I never understand this. See, I think for me, the, the Carson Wentz is a really good quarterback. He's just had a lot of bad luck, and there's, there's got to be, there's something going on with that uh, Eagles locker room and Carson Wentz because they never seem to play as hard for him. Does that make sense? Maybe just because he's not that good. You ever think of that? I think Carson Wentz is pretty good. Why'd they draft um... Jalen Hurts? Yeah, Hurts. No idea. I think people are. I think people are falling in love with Taysom Hill. No, who doesn't love Taysom Hill? Every time Taysom Hill, if Taysom Hill farts, Packer fans like turn their head and want to smell it. Oh, I miss him. Can you believe we had Taysom Hill? All right, one drive to save your life. Says Jokers are wild. Carson Wentz or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't an all timer list. This is who I would want going into this season. My number seven is Deshaun Watson. That dude's a playmaker. Beast. If you want to talk about a guy that gets no help, look at his offensive line. I don't know how that guy's still walking. I think he's sacked like 30 times a game. All right, who do you got at number six? Matt Ryan. Oh, wow. I had Matt Ryan at 10. You got Matt Ryan at six? Yeah, Matt Ryan to me, he's a guy that his teams haven't necessarily been great, especially since that Super Bowl run. But he always puts up the numbers. Julio Jones was... I think Matt Ryan's fallen off, though, a little bit. That's why I have him lower on my list. Julio Jones is a beast, though, dude. What were you going to say? Sorry. No, I'm just saying Julio Jones was dinged up last year. The team wasn't very good. He still put up great numbers. Matt Ryan's been a very good quarterback for a long time. And I have for my sixth, and it's kind of some symbolism here, a guy that's got a lot of rings, got a lot of bling-bling. He's now on a new team. 
but when he was on his old team, he won six Super Bowls. Number six, I have Tom Brady. Just outside the top five. Entering the 2020 season. What do you think of that, Rowdy? What do you think of Tom I get Brady? It. Just I get it outside. For, and where's I, Tom Brady on your list? Ten? Number 10. Ten. I get it for a legacy. Like a legacy pick, but I, I think he's just he's just a shell of what he was just because he's older. Well, dude, have you seen what Tom Brady has in Tampa Bay? I'm sorry, Tampa Bay? They're loaded. Yeah, but he's also 43. When does he fall? When does he fall off that cliff? People have been saying Brady's falling off a cliff. Um, how many years now? It's got to come at some time. Do you do you anticipate him being 50 out there? Yes. Here's what here's what I imagine Tom Brady. Here's what I envision a Tom Brady. Tom Brady, his final game he plays in the NFL. You see him just cobble out of his locker room. He's got an oxygen tank in one hand and a cane in the other. And he's slowly making his way. He does one last hike. And someone comes over the top and just obliterates him, sacks him, and he dies on the field doing what he loves, playing football. That's At how age I fifty? No, no, no. In oh. this, like, like, like in the seventies, maybe. Tom Brady is just crushed to death by a vicious sack. As he has an oxygen tank in one hand, a cane in the other, he can't even he can't even get the ball. He can't even catch the ball. He just he just let it hit him. I guess it wouldn't so, be a sack. So, so you're saying he outlasts Belichick? Gets that avocado ice cream. Because he's if he gets to seventy, he's got twenty five years left. I don't even think yeah. Bill Belichick has twenty five years left of living. No, Tom Brady is going to play until he dies in the field, and he's going to be prolonged with avocado ice cream and those float machines he has at his house. He's just floating float in salt water. That's going to be Tommy, and we're and he's going to be keep doing it. He's going to prove all the haters wrong until he dies in the field. All right, top five. We've been waiting, Nelly, and on Twitch. A lot of people chiming in about where you have Carson Wentz. Said Wentz had I feel one, like seven's pretty solid. They said Wentz had one good season, average quarterback sense. That comes from no heart, Nelson. Yeah, known hater. Known hater. And then the king says, boo, boo, boo. I don't know if he's saying boo or boo earns. Boo. It's confirmed Nelson hates Rodgers with Matt Ryan ranked higher than A-Rodg. Again. I mean, Carson Wentz threw for over 4,000 yards last year, 27 touchdowns to seven picks. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. I feel you why he's ranked. And on your list, uh, seventh? He was seventh. And Rodgers was eighth. Eighth. All right, so I'll give you my fifth, my number five. And people say, I'm a Rodgers hater. No, 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 no. I have his jersey. I'm a Rodgers. You tried to give that away. For charity. I'm a Rodgers realist. You're just another one of those people that uses charity. Well, I never ended up giving it away. I never gave it away. It's an official game-worn Super Bowl jersey from Aaron Rodgers. Now, when I say it's a game-worn Super Bowl jersey, I just happen to be wearing that jersey in bars as I watched the Packers go on their run to the Super Bowl. And I was also wearing it when the Packers won the Super Bowl. That's why it's game-worn Super Bowl jersey. I was wearing it while I was watching them win the Super Bowl. Incredible jersey. There's um, some stains on it. So that's why I ended up not giving it away because I thought it, was, I thought it didn't have any stains. Turns out I must have been drinking some, like, um, some cherry bombs or something because there was like the, the, the red stains on it. I don't know. I was pretty lit up, dude. The Packers won the Super Bowl. Of course I was lit up. All right, number five on my list, Rowdy, Aaron Rodgers. 
Well, I have another NFC North quarterback, Matthew Stafford. You got Stafford as five. And this is obviously him coming back healthy. Because he did go out with a back injury. Yeah. But, I mean, he was on fire. And the Lions... The Lions should have been winning a lot more games than they did. And the Lions had a lot of bad luck in those first few games. Bad luck and refs were our job in them. He was on pace to throw for 5,000 yards... 38 touchdowns and 10 picks. Then he broke his back. And then he broke his back. I am a big And Matthew Matt Stafford, Stafford puts up he puts up numbers every single year on a terrible Lions team. Yeah, Matt St- I mean I I think Matt Stafford is a phenomenal quarterback. I'd love me some Matt Stafford. He's a beast. I just so sad that he has got to be in the Lions. What what is it with the Lions and just ruining people's careers? Or not ruining their careers, but never giving them an opportunity to make it to the big game. <laughs> hey, and they added some pieces on offense this uh, this NFL draft. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Quintez Cephas. Swift gives someone to throw him the throw the ball to out of the backfield. Obviously, they already have Carryon Johnson, who was banged up last year. Quintez Cephas joins the likes of Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. Yep. We'll see what happens with the Lions. All right, for number four, a lot of people not happy with them right now. But I'm just going on on the field for play. Number four, Drew Brees. Hell yeah, that's exactly right where I have Drew Brees. You number got, four. We agreed on Drew. We both Drew Brees, Brees at, at four? number four. My man. I mean, the dude's 40 years old. He's still killing it. He balls. He's a baller. I mean, he was dinged up last year where he missed, what, six games or whatever? That was when they had uh, Teddy Bridgewater fill in. Yep. He still put up. 27 touchdowns and four picks. He's insane. Drew Brees can just sling it. Drew Brees played in roughly, what, two-thirds of the games? He had 27 touchdowns, four picks. Mind you, Dude's a beast. I'm an Aaron Rodgers hater, but he put in, he, for the whole season, 26 touchdowns, four picks. And didn't play Bree- in the whole season. He played the whole season. Brees played in 11 games and put up the exact same stats, but one more touchdown. Yeah, Brees is phenomenal, dude. All right, number three on my list. You go right here. The second player to ever receive a unanimous selection for the award of MVP and the fourth African-American quarterback to do so, Lamar Jackson. Number three. My number three, Deshaun Watson. Man, I had Deshaun Watson at seven. You got Watson that high, huh? Yeah, number three. I mean, you look at how bad that Houston Texans offensive line was. It was terrible. He was running for his life. He got sacked like making how, plays. How many times would he get sacked a game? It was like double digits. Well, if you remember that playoff game against the Bills where the Bills should have won it. Yeah. He completely by himself brought that Houston Texans team back. And now I I know they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. But one of the worst trades. Bill O'Brien, what are you doing? But Deshaun Watson has a talent by himself. He's number three for me. And to fill you in, Lamar Jackson didn't make my top ten. What? I was what? A unanimous MVP did not make my top ten. How do you 10. not put Lamar Jackson in your top ten? If I was if I was building what? a team. What? I just feel like he's due for regression. Oh he my. balled out last year. He's obviously a running quarterback. It's now he did improve his passing, but I just think there's a lot of regression, especially from the type of season he had. What even top ten? And 
just like remember when Kaepernick balled out when they were running the the choice, the zone read. He kind of now some people say he was blackballed, but he was kind of fading there at the end. Okay, but you don't have Lamar Jackson in your top ten. You have Carson Wentz over Lamar Jackson. All right, let's finish the list first. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't surprise me anymore. Number two, I have Russell Wilson. Number two, Russell Wilson. Really? Russell Wilson is a habitual winner. Russell Wilson, is he a weirdo off the field? Yeah. Do I not believe in his nano bubbles? No, I don't. Do I not believe in uh, his weird climbing up mountains and crying on top of it? No, not really. It's not really my thing. But when you get Russell Wilson on the field... That dude, he could be down a thousand points. He is still going after as hard as he can to win that game, and he might do it. Russell Wilson is a habitual winner. Yeah, and he did it last year with not great skilled players as well. Yeah. They had DK Metcalf, but Doug Baldwin, he was he wasn't he was he banged up or did he retire? I can't remember. It was one of the two. He really wasn't he was there. Bang, I think he's banged up. Dude, Russell Wilson ru- every single running back on that roster, I think, got hurt at least one point in that season. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, they were down to, like, nothing. And their tight end's last name was Hollister, the same clothes that some people wore in middle school. <laughs> Russell Wilson is phenomenal when it comes to competition and it's snagging smoking hot wives. You see, Russell, you see Sierra? Judas. My God, Sierra. Huh. And it's not because of King just said it's because he went to Wisconsin. No, it's not. It's because he is a habitual winner. And number one, and also should we just we say it? Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, hands down. Pat, don't even need to explain it. Did you see this? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch the Super Bowl? I think everyone watched the Super Bowl. Then we don't need to explain Pat, explain Patrick Mahomes being number or one. Or have you just watched his last? couple seasons the thing that i can't get behind is that you don't even have lamar jackson on your top 10 are you are you on drugs actually came in at 13 (sighs) who was 11 and 12 big ben and Tannehill. oh my god you are out of your mind are you we're drug testing you after this i have a drug test in my producer suite over here why do you have a drug test in there you know i don't know it's just for weed Throw, so I won't be taking it, Rowdy, but I'm going to have you take it, okay? People are losing their minds right now. Jokers are wild on Twitch. Do you have Tannehill over Lamar Jackson? I think you are on drugs. Don't do drugs, Nell. Without me. I'm seeing clear. I'm sober. Again, the craziest thing about this is Nelly doesn't this have is, Lamar this, Jackson in his top 10. The reigning MVP. This ain't fantasy. <laughs> oh, I love you, Nelly. There's, there's nothing else I can say, but I love you, Nelly.